Greetings. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm your host, Maggie Cavanaugh. And today I have with me a sister in Christ, Robin DeMarco. And she is one impressive lady. She is an actress. You've probably seen her on many type of projects. She's been on multiple television shows, multiple films, uh, Grey's Anatomy, you name it. She's been out there. I've got her bio in the in the chat where you can go and look at that and see all of her amazing accomplishments. Because we only got 28 minutes and we, and we cover all of them. I'm just saying. Uh, she was in a film that was a very powerful film. If you have not seen it, I encourage you to watch it. It's called Unplanned. It is a powerful, powerful film that everyone should see. But she's also uh, very much involved in her local community. She's a fitness expert and been doing this for years. She worked as a coach to CBS and she coaches people in Georgia uh, to become well. And I just absolutely love her heart. She also has a really cool story that I'll share with you in a little bit. And we'll get the skinny on how she came up with the name of it being about squirrels. So let me introduce to you today, Robin DeMarco. Robin, thank you for being on the broadcast. Thank you. Great to be here. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this. Y'all listen, Candace Kirkpatrick is the one who told me about Robin. And I had, I, when I seen her picture, I was like, oh, I know her. I've seen her around on film and things like that. So I just want to talk a little bit about your career. I want to talk for a moment about the movie Unplanned, because I really feel like this is a movie that everyone needs to see. Such a powerful story. Can you give us a little bit of feedback about that and what that was like working on that project? I know it, it's a very emotionally charged movie. It was, and you know, honestly, I, I would say I was I was brought up pro-life and I never really even knew the intricacies until after I saw the completed mm -hmm. movie, I was horrified. I, I was like, oh, when you see it, you know, it's so much more powerful than just hearing stories and stuff like that. But um, yeah, the I mean, what would you like to know? Do you wanna know the process on, what would you like to know about me being on it, just how it happened or the actual shooting or because I could go. Yeah, well, a little bit about this. I don't want to give away too much of the story because I don't I want them to watch the movie. But you played the role of a mother yes. uh, of a daughter who was working in a Planned Parenthood practice. Mm -hmm. And that had to be, in my opinion, um, just the way you handled it, your emotions. I mean, I can feel it. It looked like you were actually her mother in that sense. I mean, you, the way that you handled that. So if you could just talk about the emotional part of stepping into a role where someone you love is doing something that's contrary to your belief system, as well as you know that it's downright wrong. That, that's so good because I'm not a mother in real life. So it was a little bit of a stretch that way. But it, you nailed it. It was just about someone that you know, that you love and you care about. And it's about putting them in God's hands and just going, I, this is literally out of, you know, we always know it is out of our control, but we still think it is. And it's, you know, <laughs> me just going, okay, you know, in similar situations in my life, I've had to just let people go and just say, even though I love them, God, you love them way more than I possibly could. And I have to trust mm -hmm. I got to trust. It's about, you know, surrendering your loved ones. Um, it's funny. There's this devotional that I do every day called Jesus Calling. It's very, okay, you love it. So, and I send it out to, I'm not kidding, at least like it's about 60 people now. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's some of them are clients, some of them are friends with the people that the Lord put on my heart. And today's was exactly that. Today's was mm -hmm. about entrusting your loved ones to the Lord and how he was said, you know, I, I, give me the ability to bless them and be free to just trust. And when we mm -hmm. trust, you know, it's that surrendering. So, so that was, 
that's that's basically how I approach the character. That is so great because I was thinking all throughout the movie, I was I was thinking of different situations that are similar to, to that, uh, like people that have loved ones that are involved in addictions or people that have loved ones that are uh, caught up in sin or the prodigals out there. And I was like, I could I could so connect with your character. I was like, oh, my goodness, she's she's walking in love as this character. But yet she's also taking a firm position of her beliefs. And so I absolutely love that. And if you guys have not seen it, I would show the trailer in here, but I don't want to get flagged for copyright. That happens to me every once in a while when I do that. So I want you to go check it out. It is unplanned. And that's just one of the many, 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 many product uh, projects that Robin has worked on. And uh, but Robin, I want to talk about a little bit about you getting into the industry. We all know that you're a very well accomplished actress. You've done it for years. You've done, you know, stage, you've done film, you've done TV. But what drew you into that industry? Uh, probably all the wrong reasons. No, I'm sorry. Um, I did, I, you know, love being able to express and obviously create. But if I'm being completely honest, um, I was a prodigal daughter. And when I walked away from the Lord, it was uh, teenage years, you know, eating disorder, different things. The enemy was just trying to pressure me, scare me. And I just found myself walking away. And mm -hmm. You know, it sounds cliche, but I was just trying to fill that void in my life. And I got a little success just with some local TV commercials and stuff in the Boston area, some theater. And it was sort of like a drug, you know, you're like, oh, you know, you know, that's <laughs> what was it? Um, that famous actress who's like, you like me, you really like me, Sally Fields. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you can understand that because you're like, you're getting, you know, uh, in a sense, you're getting that affirmation that you're, you're good enough. And so it just kind of blossomed from there. I, um, I just said almost on a whim, I was just like, I'm moving to LA and, and just tried to do the whole actor thing. And I had some success, you know, commercials and TV shows and stuff like that, but small parts, nothing that you're like, I made it. And, um, and I just found myself being more compromising in my life. And I just found myself being further and further away from the Lord. I mean, if you would ask me, are you a Christian? I'd be like, sure. But I was not surrendered. I was not walking the walk by any means. And then I just kind of hit a, a real, uh, rock bottom in my life where, um, things were just starting to fall apart. And I found myself going back. I found myself remembering going to church as a kid and remembering. And, mm -hmm. and so that's kind of a plug for you parents that if you think like, well, you know, well, my kid doesn't remember, they remember it's in there. Keep teach, you know, keep speaking words of life over them, keep prophesying over them because it is still in there. I was yeah. surprised it was still in there, but it was. And then I just found myself going back to church, getting back into the word. And then the big change was when I did what we just said. I just surrendered my life, maybe really for the first time as an adult, you know, really, really knowing what I was really doing this time. And so um, got rebaptized again and just, and it was just like, Lord, you can have the career. You can have all of it. I, you know, it's that scripture where Paul says, it's like, I consider it literally garbage, everything compared to knowing Jesus. And I feel like I'm no, I know him, but I, I barely am scratching the surface. I want to know him more. And that's, mm -hmm. that's been my prayer is Lord, more of you at any cost. If that means no more acting, if that means I'm a trainer the rest of my life, if that means I'm a door greeter, 
more of you at any cost. That's what has been my heart's cry for probably the past like six years now. Wow. So, wow. And it's funny. So when it goes going back to unplanned though, is um, you know, that's kind of God gave me the idea that I to basically to write the faith-based producers. And it was Carrie Solomon of Unplanned who wrote back right away and said, actually, we have something you might be right for. And it was one of those just like, oh, my gosh, I can't audition for this. This is crazy. I mean, it, the, the story in that in itself is just is very complicated. <laughs> I was like, no, I won't audition. OK, I'll audition, but I won't take the part. And it was just like all this just I was just was had fear fear that, you know, I was going to be blacklisted and, and, you know, I had a husband to think about. He's also an actor. I can't just, you know, do something that, you know, is going to like uproot our whole life. And, and little by little, the Lord just kept saying to both of us, just, you know, now you got to do this. So I, I was confident that I had to do it, but I was still terrified the whole time, to be honest. And, um, but God came through every step of the way, every step of the way. So, wow, that is incredible because, you know, I can't, I now thinking about it, I never really thought about that, but I can imagine in the industry, there was a lot of people that are very opposing to that film. Oh, they warned us, but they oh. said, you may never work in Hollywood ever again, just so you know. And I was like, yeah. eh, I'm not working now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of like, I got Jesus, what do I need Hollywood for, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so who knows what God has in store? But I'm I'm glad I did it. I didn't I don't regret doing that movie one bit. It was well, you were perfect for the role, and I'm so glad that you did it. I can't imagine anyone else in that role because you just were able to the scene I love is when you're sitting at the table and I'm I'm this is a spoiler alert. Actually, you look at your daughter and you're like talking about the James Dobson book. <laughs> <laughs> that was one way I child and then you still have the book, you know, and, and I so can relate to that. Cause I, obviously I read the book when my kids were little, oh, did you? Had a strong willed child. And so it, like I said, in that movie, um, you could just relate with the characters and the, and the pull and the emotional tug, but I hadn't considered that, you know, cause it is a controversial topic. Yeah. We're talking about the, the ins and out of what happens at a, an abortion clinic. It is very, very, that's why I'm saying you all need to see it. You need to see it and you need to make younger people aware of what the truth is rather than what what everyone is saying. And, yeah. you know, so, wow, what I know that had to take a lot of for everyone on the set just to be so courageous and brave. Uh, we uh, were, I'm just so thankful. Yes, but we were so blessed. We were covered by a prayer ministry team from, you know, and it was it was different denominations, you know, the, um uh, Chuck and Carrie, the directors, they were Catholic. We had people from Bethel. I don't know if you've ever heard of Bethel Church. Mm -hmm. yes, they, yes. They, they were there on the prayer ministry team ministering. So, you know, there's pictures, behind the scene pictures you'll see, um, especially of the really difficult scenes for Ashley Bratcher, who plays the lead. You know, they're putting their hands, you know, on the wall opposite the scene when she's, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to stuff either. Just those really tough scenes. We got prayed over all the time. So it it that part i felt completely covered in prayer and and it was wonderful so i wasn't i wasn't scared in that sense <laughs> wow i had no idea that it was covered in that way i knew god was covering it because it was his heart to expose yeah. the darkness and let light come in and overtake it but i had no idea of that level of prayer coverage how powerful, powerful. i had no idea what was going to happen either i'm like this is awesome <laughs> Every, right? every set. And I know more sets do do that. Like I know the chosen, I have a friend who's going out there soon to minister and 
Um, he's been on set there before. So I know other sets do do that. I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I have had the opportunity to uh, interview several people from the faith-based um, industry, and I'm I'm so impressed with their surrender to the Lord and how it's not about them; it's about the message. It's about you know instilling hope, and and I just I absolutely love it. So whenever Candace told me about you, I was like, I want to talk to her. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do this thing. So when you do so many things, and I absolutely love it. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your fitness journey. Now, you had mentioned that you had came out of an eating disorder. Um, was that part of it back then? Or what, how did, I mean, did, did that tie in at all? Or uh, well, it's, obviously the Lord has delivered you. It, it ties <laughs> into the sense that back when I had the eating disorder, I was more abusive with exercise in a sense. It was more of a, like, a like I have to do it. I have to do it or else I'm going to okay. get fat. And, and then, um, and then I, really, you know, I, I saw a secular counsel counselor, because of course this is, I told you, like I was kind of removed from the church and everything. And, and it helped a little bit. I mean, it helped a lot, actually. It helped a lot in the sense that I really didn't do the act anymore of like mm -hmm. bulimia and stuff like that. But I still had this obsessive thought of, you know, I'm not quite thin enough or, you know, maybe just like an obsession of just food in general. And then I started getting healthier, you know, and, and with my body and working out still to stay in shape. Cause you know, I was an actress and, and everything and doing the, the typical waitress thing to uh, pay the bills when I wasn't working. And someone's just like, you know, you should, you should think about becoming a trainer. And I was like, what really? And I thought, but I was like, yeah, I can kind of do my own business. And so that's kind of how it blossomed, but it really wasn't until um, I came back to the Lord 10 years ago where I felt like it was a complete healing of not just, like I said, I, I had squashed the, the, the doing, but I had, my mind was still obsessed with, sure. you know, um, having to be thin or whatever. So that's when the real mind, body, you know, spirit healing was when I came back and surrendered everything. And it mm -hmm. was like gone. I mean, it's amazing. It's really, it's so amazing when, you know, when you white knuckle something or try, try, try and strive versus when it's just like, it's just gone. Yeah, that, that's huge because a lot of times we do that. We're, we're trying to do it in our own strength and our own ability and we're surviving, but are we thriving? Yes. And whenever we lay it down at the foot of the cross and when we say, okay, God, I am so done. You know, that's when he says, thank you very much. You know, you've been playing God for a while. Let me step in. And he, he partners with the Holy Spirit, leads us and guides us into the truth where we can gain freedom. And so I, I agree. I, you know, myself, just looking back on my own story, I, I also, when I first went to counseling, I went to a secular counselor because I was away from the Lord myself. And it, like you said, it helped some, and it gave me some tools, some coping tools, but there's a big difference from coping and surviving and stepping mm -hmm. into the freedom that Jesus died for. So mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you're walking that out. And I know in the industry, it's very common okay. to have to, I mean, your appearance is everything, you know? And so you have to, I can imagine struggling with that and trying to, you know, maintain a sense of normalcy when you're you're battling this inner thing so praise god i'm so thankful that you oh, are taking me too. yeah well, what the enemy meant for harm to, and, and now was, god's using it for good it is one of those things too that it just like it just fell off like it wasn't something i was like okay lord now i'm back with you please help me with this it was like i didn't desire it anymore mm. it's really it's just that's how good he is i i just saw 
Um, do you know who Sean Foyt? I think his name yep. is Sean Foyt. Yeah. Yep. The, so I followed him. He's a worship, wild guy. Love him. Wild worship leader. He just he was like doing one of his little quick little things on uh, Instagram. He's like, someone just threw a bag of cocaine up on the stage. They were like, I don't want this anymore. I mean, that's the God we serve. It's yes, radical stuff happens. Yes. And it's like, come on, really? It's like, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, really. You know, it's interesting, Robin, because I have this personal theory and I, I believe it to be true, is that the more we fall in love with God, the less we, you know, fall out of love with the desires that we think that we need in this world. You know, I have a I, I, I have a very, yeah, different background, uh, a lot of trauma, a lot of, um, uh, you know, you name it. It, it was bad. It was really bad. But God got a hold of me in my 30s and I'm so forever grateful. And now I've, you know, surrendered my life to helping others walk out that freedom. And I think that we've done a disjustice in the in the past of acting like we're okay when we're not okay. Yeah. And so now there are so many people that are being transparent, like you sharing about your eating disorder. I mean, I, I appreciate that so much because there's someone out there, you know, and if you're watching this and if you're struggling and you think that things will never change, I beg to differ. God will take and eradicate your life and he will heal and restore you. And it might be instant and you might have to walk it out. And uh, it's okay to go to therapy. Therapy is a good thing. I believe in Jesus and therapy. Hallelujah. But get you a good sound biblical counselor. Someone yes. that is going to take the word of God and, and find the lies that you're believing about your self-image and apply the truth of his word. And you will start to be totally restored. And so you're looking at Robin. I mean, Robin's sitting here telling you, she is kind of like the chosen t-shirt that says I was once one way and now yeah. I'm different, you know, and so, <laughs> I love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. So you do training in, um, in, in Georgia. However, you also do it like this, like in a zoom setting where you can help people all over the United States. So let's talk a little bit about your practice, because I think that there are some people out there that need a trainer who's been there and been through some things uh, and understands the balance involved in the temple maintenance that we need. So yeah. share about your practice. Oh, I love it. Um, I do. Oh, I'm hearing a little back. Do you hear that backdraft? Little whatever echo. OK, it's gone. I was hearing echo on myself. OK. And I was confusing myself. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I do um, fitness training, coaching, nutrition coaching, because I do believe it's all kind of works together. And I do, anyone who works with me kind of starts finding out right away. I'm a believer. And if they're willing to receive, I, I pray over my clients. I mean, I pray for them anyway, but I'll pray for them. I'll send them scriptures. And and um, so it is definitely a, a whole body, body, mind, spirit thing. But um I, I trained virtually now just because of COVID. That's how, you know, it was one of those things. I was like, what am I going to do? Because all I did was in person. And so that kind of blossomed that way. And some people love it. And it's great also because I get to train people everywhere. You know, I, I have people in California. I've had people in Texas. So I have someone in Florida now. Um, so I, I really like it, especially even though it's virtual, you are still meeting with someone two to three times a week. And you're getting to know them and they, you know, you'd be surprised how much people open up to probably their trainers, probably just because you get to know them. And it's very, you know, just one on one. And I just really love people. I really do. And like you, um, my goal is to really just help set captives free. And, you know, I don't have it all figured out, but I know who does. And, and I know what he's done for me and if he's doing it for me and he's doing even more for me. I'll do it for you. And 
So that's the spiritual aspect the um, training, you know, it's just, just, you know, resistance training. It depends on what you need. Most people, you know, just want to feel good in their clothes and get, you know, a little bit more flexibility and toning. And they're not looking to, you know, if you're looking to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm probably not your trainer. <laughs> I'm more of a, <laughs> I'm more of just like, Hey, I want to feel good and, you know, lose some weight. Um, and then I also do, which is very important is nutrition aspect where I have a program where it's eight weeks where um, I, track you all day long and you put your food in an app and we just it's an accountability program so i can go you know hey really great with lunch but you know a little more protein would be great here don't forget the, you know don't forget to add a little carb here or a little you know that type of thing so just by the eight weeks you've been trained to kind of do it on your own and i've had a lot of success with that so that's the other aspect of the training Oh my goodness. I absolutely love that because there is uh, such an importance, uh, the connection between nutrition and fitness. And sometimes people get either like way over with the nutrition and they don't implement the fitness. And then other times they're just like, so overboard working out, but then they eat junk, you know, so that they can, you know, I had a woman tell me one time that she's like, well, you know, I can eat a donut. It just means I'm going to spend, you know, X amount of time on the treadmill trying to burn it off. And I'm like, but why go through that to begin with, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm a woman over 50, obviously. And uh, so as you get older, your body changes. So do you work with women that are struggling with yeah. menopause? And when you get to that plateau where you're stuck? Yes. You actually just read my mind because I was going to talk about, um, how important hormones are. And when the hormones are unbalanced, it can go, Psh. I have a girl now, which actually the opposite end, she's uh, 17 and just, you know, having trouble losing weight. And I was like, you know, and I, I'm sure it was just, you know, word from the Lord. I said, hey, you know, with her mom, have you, you know, gotten checked out for PCOS? And she's like, what's that? I'm like, well, it's polycystic ovary syndrome. It just sounds like you might have, you know, some of the some of the things you're talking about struggling with. It's gonna be really hard to lose weight. So long story short, they went to the doctor. It was exactly that. She's only been doing the plan now for two weeks. She's already lost 10 pounds and she's wow. had hope again. Because it was one of those things she's like, you know, she was much overweight for you know for her frame and she's like i'm trying everything she's doing the workout nothing's changing and then it was just like you know you have those hormones so yes when you hit the menopause things get changed different too there's you know <laughs> it's tough because i i'm not a doctor so i don't know if people should you know get on estrogen or anything like that or you know that's a whole other ball of wax but I do know that there's a couple hormones that if they are off, everything gets wacky. And yeah. one of those is, is cortisol. So about keeping the stress level down, you'd be surprised how much people could lose weight and get healthy if they just slept. You know, yeah. no, I'm serious. Sleeping right. water. I'm like, you want the easiest way to lose weight? Get eight hours of sleep and drink tons of water. Yeah. You just, those when your you know cortisol's like this, you know, and starts creeping up like this, and then it's, weight comes on and so it's not just the female hormones it's all that too so um and then i always do recommend go to a doctor get checked out because maybe there's something there's naturopath stuff you can do for hormones a yeah. lot you know especially for when you're in menopause so i'm not there yet but i'm sure i'll be learning myself so <laughs> praise god that you got all the knowledge in advance so you know <laughs> like, right, this is what i have to do 
Well, I'm a cervical cancer survivor, so I got thrown into the change in early in my 20s. Oh, and wow. so it's been a thing over the years that, you know, and the struggle is real. And there's a lot of women out there that think, well, this is just the way it is. And I was just to the point where I was like, okay, I am going to get myself in shape. And I tore the meniscus in my knee. And so I've been dealing with that now for a long time and that they won't repair it because they're like, okay, your, your arthritis is so bad. It's just going to tear again. So now they're talking total knee replacement. I'm like, you don't understand. I want to go to the gym. I want to get in shape. You know, before I'm 60, I want to be able to say, Hey, you know, and, and not because I care. It's not that it's an external or vain thing. I want to be healthy. And that's where we should be. And that's why it's important y'all that you work with someone like Robin, because the Bible says that the temple is the Holy spirit. And, uh, or I mean, the, the body is the, yeah. <laughs> no, anyway, yes, yeah. You guys know what I meant. <laughs> the body is the temple and we have to do, do temple maintenance. And that means like she said, eating and drinking water and, and eating healthy foods and getting the proper exercise because we want to be able to fulfill our call on the earth. And we can't do that if we're, you know, stuffing Twinkies and I don't even know if they sell those anymore, but you yeah. know, oatmeal pies, whatever, all of that crap in our body and then thinking, okay, it's good. And I love that you talked about the stress factor and the uh, cortisol because the majority of people are stressed out, just totally stressed out. Mm -hmm. And so listen, y'all, I've got her website up here. It is her name fitness. That may have done getting easier than that. Robin DeMarco fitness.com. She does do virtual. She does. And I love the fact that you have an accountability app because that's the key to success is accountability. Yeah. So you're not just getting a trainer that's going to give you a routine. You're getting someone that's going to hold your feet to the fire. You're getting someone to coach you. So I highly encourage you. If you've been looking for that person to work with, this is your girl because she loves Jesus and everything is going to come from that point of, of making sure that we're in right standing with him physically, spiritually, and emotionally. I love it. Love what you're doing and so thankful for that. That's awesome. Real quick, though, I want to talk about your store because I'm a little curious about uh, how you came up with the squirrel philosophy thing. Talk about this. Okay. Well, my husband and I, we were in Los Angeles. Uh, that's where we met and got married. And in L.A., we had this nice big tree with the squirrels that would come on the, the balcony and, you know, we would hand feed them and stuff. And we just got just loved our little squirrels. And um, <laughs> just kind of like, we just became fans of squirrels and notice how they, you know, they're just, they're playful, they're mischievous, they're, you know, they'll bury nuts and they'll pretend like, oh, nobody saw this. And that, you know, so it was just, you know, so when we're coming up with a name, I wanted to do some t-shirts and we're actually, it's expanding to, it's going to be a baby onesies and we're doing tea towels and I'm working with my mom. My mom is um, designing a lot of it with me and she's an amazing embroiderer and, and, um, so you know, doing all the printing and stuff. So, so, but when we were coming up with a name, I was like, well, what I want it to be fun. I want to encompass a lot of things. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it was my husband who came up with squirrelosophy. And it was just like, yeah, it's a way of life. It's squirrelosophy. <laughs> <laughs> It's living free. <laughs> it's, it's creative, nutty, inspired stuff we're selling. So that's that's what what's where Squirrelosophy came. I love it. I love it. I love it. Y'all can check that out on Estes and there's some of the cutest stuff on there. I was very impressed uh, with the work. And so make sure that, you know, if you're looking for good products, support a brother or sister in Christ. And listen, entrepreneurs need your support financially. And, uh, and it's fun. Like she said, there's so much fun stuff. I, I read a few of the shirts and I was like, that I love that, you know, so you gotta check it out. Robin, I want to thank you for being here. If you could leave the audience with a key, what would that key be? 
Oh boy. Um, it's probably something I've said about 5,000 times already today, but uh, surrender. And the surrender to trust. You know, um, one of, I don't, I, I think I mentioned already Bethel. Um, Bill Johnson recently lost his love, love of his life over yes. 55 years. And he was talking about the peace that surpasses all understanding. And he said, but we have to give up our right to understand. It's about trusting. It. Yes. So we don't know why, how come this one, how come this, how come mm -hmm. I'm going through this right now? We have to trust that all things are working together for good for those who love the Lord and are called to his purpose. So the key, I think for me, anytime I start holding on tight, I just got to go, I surrender and I trust you, Lord. I might not know what's next and it might not be the way I think it should be, but he always weaves it in so perfectly and beautifully. And you know, I never thought I would ever think, wow, I'm really actually quite happy I went through that eating disorder. I mean, that sounds weird. I'm not happy, but I'm thankful because now I have such a more appreciation and it can hopefully help others. So trust and surrender. I love that. I love that. And you can help people that have struggled with that mm -hmm. because you have an authority in that area because right. God has healed and restored you. And it's such a beautiful thing. So Robin, I want to thank you for being on the show. Listen, y'all, you can check this out, check out her store, check out her movies and everything that she's been in. Cause she is definitely a very accomplished actress, but if you're wanting to get in shape, this is your girl. God bless you. We'll see you here next time on keys to your best life. Thank you, Robin. Thank you.